now officially live. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. It is, oh my God, I have the number here, my updatable script. It is September 26th at, uh, it doesn't tell me what time it is, it's 5.02. And you are watching, uh, oh, I don't have, I'm almost have my script perfectly uh, prepared by the AI uh, ahead of me. Um, this is Let's Talk Feelings with Robbie Ripple. Um, please let us know if this is working for you in the comments or maybe tag a friend who's interested in talking feelings and tattoos and art and all the craziness that goes along with it. Or let us know where you're beaming in from because I've got, uh, I don't know, five minutes of uh, letting you know about the Reinventing Network and testing to make sure this is going out. And then I'll, uh, I'll turn it over to Robbie. Um, it is pretty exciting. We go out to, well, I'll tell you where we go out to. Let me just start it appropriately. This is where I'll like click the button and we'll start here. So welcome to Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all encouraged to join into these live streams, to watch the replays, uh, ultimately to share with each other, to catch up in real life, and create better art and tattoos. And sometimes that even talks means talking about feelings. Um, we're beaming out nearly every day, I think five or six days a week, and with your help have evolved into a quality network of awesome uh, on-demand and live tattoo and art shows. It's pretty crazy. Now, uh, you could find Reinventing the Tattoo in either of the app stores and Apple or Google. You could find Reinventing the Tattoo YouTube channel. You might be watching live on that right now. If you have a Roku, then you could be watching um, one of the replays on the Roku. There's a Reinventing the Tattoo Roku channel. I think there's like 12 to 15 channels going at any given time, 24-7, including a drunk critique channel. I think we might take that down at some point, but it's still up there now. And then as I was saying, or as I was going to say, we are going out automatically to all of the podcast places. So if you're a studio and you want to throw us on in the background, then um, sometimes it, it's, uh, it beats uh, you know some of the other stuff you've been listening to on and on and on. And with like an hour or two a day of tattoo talk, um, there's always something, right? Anyways, uh, no matter where you're watching from, uh, live or on demand, or any of these channels, you could always find us all the latest and greatest information at reinventingthetattoo.com. I think I'm screen sharing right now. So this actually, this might be working out great. Um, so yes, uh, Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Canon, as many people will talk about, uh, is pivotal in learning how to, I don't know, just think about tattoos. And uh, it's pretty amazing. So you should definitely uh, check it out. It's, uh, uh, like I said, essential. It should be essential reading. There are plenty of ways to try it out. There's, you know, two or three full seminars and uh, and some uh, exercises. If you come up here to free resources, huh, it says free tattoo courses. We're not teaching you how to tattoo for free online, of course. Of course. Um, but there's some pretty amazing tattoo history. There's uh, the Reinventing Communities uh, tattoo prehistory. So this is like Atsi and, uh, you know, all the... Uh, uh, academic scientists talking about, uh, well, again, the prehistory of tattoos. Uh, you'll also find uh, upcoming events. So this is actually where you can, oh, I guess I have to, oh, there we go, we'll zoom in on down. This is our event scheduling calendar. So if you're watching a replay, then you can find the upcoming shows. If you're watching now live, you can click on this, let's talk about feelings event. Look at that shit right there. Ooh, I, I just got one strike against us wherever they strike against us, but feel free to swear everybody. We can do whatever we want, not whatever we want. Point is, you can click artist zoom in here, and if I click it, I don't know, we might get some some inceptiony stuff going on. So I'm not going to click it. But um, if you're an artist and you're 
cool and not going to be crazy, feel free to uh, uh, comply with our code of conduct and zoom in and talk about feelings with Robbie. Uh, we actually have a paint night with Renee coming up at six o'clock. So let me um, move this introduction along a little bit quicker. Ah. Okay. You could find all of the those live shows that I, I guess I'm talking about now. We have uh, reinventing drawing groups on Sunday at one with Jason. There's uh, drawing for tattooers with James Wisdom, the Tattoo Weekly. There's reinventing subscribers. There's let's talk feelings with Ravi. This show tomorrow at ten. There's a show with uh, Ricardo. Also, people get pretty uh, talk about feelings there. There's the Tattoo Now show that I'm doing on Wednesdays. More soon. Uh, Tattoo Collecting 101 uh, podcast is on Thursdays. Check out that schedule. Thank you very much to, uh, let's see, rawpigments.co, an ink company that has acrylic-free inks that don't dry out. I don't know if that's the reason why, but one way or another, they don't dry out and they are acrylic-free. rawpigments.co, worldtattooevents.com is the largest, most comprehensive uh, resource for tattoo events worldwide. There are uh, tons of updating events and conventions are rescheduling. Uh, but check it out, World Tattoo Events. It's awesome. Uh, D-Lies Pro is known as Dermalize Worldwide. They are a healing wrap to help you protect your art. If you're still using saran wrap, which does not breathe, then you might check out a lot of the videos that the tattooers are, uh, have online. Again, uh, check it out. It's, a D it's Dermalize Worldwide, D-Lies Pro in the United States, thanks to worldwide uh, copyright stuff. Uh, Tattoo Now, I'm a computer geek. I do technology for tattooers, like a part-time CTO, chief technology officer, for tattoo artists, studios, and supply companies that are supporting tattooers. And I've got some crazy techie shit going on. It's crazy. I haven't slept in months. I'm not going to sleep for another month. Uh, so, yeah, if you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, uh, I'm going to, I don't know, you can get a hold of me somehow. And then we'll do that. Uh, and then we cannot do any of this without Guy Aitchison, GuyAitchison.com. Uh, hyperspacestudios.com, check it out. Uh, guy's got his uh, paintings. You can see some of his original art here. Uh, it's for sale. He's got uh, books. The Biomech Encyclopedia here. So if you're into bio art, it's out of control, or even just abstract crazy art. Giger has uh, pages in there and a short quote. And uh, I think Bernanski's estate. Okay. Uh, positive reviews on the channels so that more people find out about us, all that kind of stuff. Constructive criticisms management at reinventing the tattoo and i guess um we'll see yeah i guess I, everyone's already beamed in here so uh dusty feel free to take your uh unmute or amber unmute rip or, or i guess maybe listen to robbie because he's the host i'm gonna be out of here now thanks everybody thanks robbie ah. thanks gabe <clears throat> and thank you dusty uh Hi. good to see you again um so yeah i'm here Dusty's here. Amber's here. Glad to Hi. see you. Um, so yeah, today uh, I have no no direction as usual, and I would love to hear if anyone has anything they need to drop on us. Uh, if not, I can find wonderful things to discuss because I have all the feelings in the world all the time. So Amber, <laughs> you got you got anything you come to the table with today? Yeah, today, just today. Why is it so embarrassing and so hard to accept praise? Oh, you mean you're bad at receiving? <laughs> yeah. Um, that is. I'm great at receiving. Well, you're the only praise. one here. 
Yeah, you are not the only one here with that. Um, but yeah, go ahead. You're, you're great at receiving the I'm criticism. I'm great at right? constructive criticism when somebody tells me I need to get better and stuff like that and gives me pointers. I'm not good at accepting praise hmm. or being told that I am good at something. Well, you know, like we've never been programmed to receive, uh, you know, praise. You know, we've, we've been programmed to receive the negative. You know, we're as humans, nobody's like, hey, this is how you receive love. This is how you love yourself. It's usually just about protecting yourself more so than anything. Yes. Um, and so the practice of receiving, as, as I know, as Dusty knows, uh, it's a practice. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you have to, you have to, you have to walk into it with, you know, these open hands, you have to have an open heart, you have to have an open mind, and you have to start loving yourself. Because for me, my belief is the depth of it is you don't love yourself enough. We don't love ourselves enough. No, you're right. Right. Uh, so one of the things I do and have been doing um, way more recently, Gabe, did you need something? No, no, no. But I'll hop in when uh, you're done. I got to. Okay. <laughs> about this. Um, so yeah, like one of the things I do, uh, I try to make it every single day. Um, and my body will wake me up. My brain will wake me up uh, probably two to three hours before I wake up. And I will go to YouTube and I'll pop in a headphone and I will go, my favorites lately have been Doxy Meditation, D-A-U-C-H-S-Y. Um, but I'll type in like self-love meditation, um, abundance, wealth meditation. And I'll drop these meditations in my ears uh, while I'm sleeping. Yeah. And so I'll start to program my subconscious. And that's kind of like a life hack, right? I used to call it a cheat, but I'm not doing nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I call it a life hack. I'm, I'm. It's positive. not a bad idea. I listen to beta waves at night. Right. Exactly. It's the same fucking thing. So I'm, I'm positively programming my brain in the ways that I want to live and think. So like the one this morning, I, I typed in self-love meditation and uh, there was a, a short exercise at the beginning of like bringing up anger and feeling it and then breathing in, bringing it all in your belly and then breathing it all out. And then like just a couple other things, uh, anger. And I can't even remember the rest because anger is one of my favorite to work on because I suck at that in the mornings a lot of the time. Anger is so easy to feel. So easy. And it's, it's a secondary. It's so easy to turn everything into anger because it's so easy to feel. Right. And it's a secondary emotion. So, you know, anger is usually spawned by fear or lack. Yes. So, you know, you're feeling you're feeling fearful you're feeling you're feeling like you're in lack so now what do you do you get mad because you can't fix it so um they go he went through these couple of things and then the rest of the meditation was i love myself so as i'm sitting there with my baby in my arm trying to keep him asleep and uh just trying to get myself back to sleep he just kept saying i love myself and i found my brain repeating it a lot and then at times my brain would trail off on other things but mm -hmm. like I would come back and I would notice this I'd be like wow I didn't even hear him say I love myself because I got so caught up in my shit and then I come back to I love myself and this is like in a sleepy weird state in the morning um I'm on the video at the moment 
on I'm literally on YouTube right now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know I know receiving is something that I'm not naturally good at. It's something that I've had to practice and work towards. Um, I also I'm gonna hand it over to Dusty for a moment uh, because I know this is one of the. This is one of the main things that he said to me when he signed up for uh, the Rad Academy powered by the Magical Motherfucker Method. He was like, dude, I've had all these people say nice things to me and welcoming me into their tattoo community and people traveling from different states to get tattooed by me. And I don't know how to handle it. Uh, so Dusty. Um, I don't know. I My biggest takeaway from the, the rip was that you said, I don't know how to receive uh the positive i know how to receive criticism mm. constructive criticism mm. and i think that's the biggest thing like that's a pretty big tell right off the jump that you're basically telling us how you feel about yourself without telling us how you feel about yourself that if someone validates my opinions that i need to tighten it up i get it if someone doesn't validate those opinions and instead presents a counterpoint that i'm just the shit as well then it's hard to like, whoa, wait a minute, I'm not, this, you know, I, I agree with you when you're saying that I need to fix things, but not when, you know, you're saying that there's already positives there. And that's the biggest thing is like, it always comes from within. And I think the ability to go, you know, talk to yourself and go, okay, when people point out my flaws, why am I so quick to accept it? But when people point out the good sides of me, why is it so hard to deal with? And, uh, you, you might come to terms with some things that maybe you don't like yourself about yourself. Maybe you come to terms with some things that you value in other people that you don't realize that you do yourself and you don't want to confront that. Uh, you may also find that there's some things that you do that people value in others that you don't necessarily like about those people that you're like, well, I don't like hearing this because I don't want to be that thing. And it doesn't have to be a negative. It can be a positive. But the, I guess the big moral is like, you're, you're kind of telling us from the jump when you say, I can handle people saying the bad, I don't like the good, that that's what you want to focus on with yourself and you want to focus on the negative and it sucks. It's a process. Oh my God, yeah. Robbie can vouch for something I'm I struggle with I'm constantly talking daily. myself out of being negative towards myself because I'm my worst, my own worst critic. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it is your pick the person you love the most in your life. You're still not with them every second of every day, but you are stuck with yourself, whether you like it or not. No matter uh, where you barring, go, there you are. Barring yeah. any sort of dope out of body experience that you get to have, uh, which, you know, awesome. If you do, you're, you're stuck with you pretty much for the long haul. And so you can choose to focus on those negatives and beat yourself up because you are stuck. You're, you know, you're, kind of that roommate you can't escape or you can choose to look at the positives and focus on the rad stuff that you're doing and the good things about you and there's no there's no issue in being humble and saying yeah I've got flaws too we've all got flaws but the ability to look past them and say you know I'm working on those but also look at me killing all of these things is such a good thing right and there, there's no roadmap. There's no easy fix. There's no light switch. You just have to kind of wake yourself up and every morning feed yourself that I'm doing good. 
I, you know, maybe I have some speed bumps here and there, but things are going good. Everybody isn't telling me this for a reason other than it's true. Some people gain stuff sometimes from, you know, blowing smoke up your ass. But if all the people around you are saying positive things, there's got to be something that you did that caused that. Yeah, I keep trying to, my therapist tells me all the time, these people would not be coming to you for tattoos if they did not like your work. So what is it that you're having a hard time accepting? Because well, it's like, totally true. Just this hard. morning, I was taking Jane, um, James Wisdom's drawing um, for tattooers group. Mm-hmm. And when I showed him my work, he said how much I've improved over the last few weeks and how much he thinks I'm capable of. And it made me very uncomfortable <clears throat> because I don't think I'm doing very well. Right. I think I should be doing better than I'm doing. And I'm always criticizing myself that way and trying to push myself further. Well, it, Somewhere in my brain, I've equated being critical of myself with making myself go further. Okay, so where does that come from? Who was critical with you in your early years? Um, just about everyone close to me. Okay. So you, right. You, you had no fucking, uh, what's it called? You, you had no chance to get out of that without being hypercritical of yourself. Yeah. So now what I'm charging you and challenging you to do is to be peaceful with yourself and try not to be fucking hypercritical all the goddamn time the way you do. Because if you're, if the voice in your head was a person, would you be fucking friends with it? No. Exactly. So why the fuck don't you change that? Because that voice in your head is you. Yeah. It's it's me with other people's voices attached. It's also everyone else that didn't believe in themselves that projected that onto you. This is generational curses that you, that you're working on. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I had a very weird upbringing where it was like, yeah, super positive on one hand, but super critical on another hand. Yes, exactly. I was raised by hippies, but at the same time, you know, we were on a working farm and right. everything I did was criticized if it wasn't right because I was right. the oldest right. and I had to set the example. So. The thing is, now they taught you how to be the oldest and set the example, which is what you're doing in life. People are coming to you for tattoos and for everything else because you are an example. They taught you how to be a leader. They taught you how to also kind of believe in yourself by way of all the things you're doing. But they also taught you how to carry their negative projections along with you. Yes. And so... That's why the, 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 the binaural beats that you do and, you know, the, the, the subconscious programming that I do and the journaling, like when you start to unravel that ball of fuckery, uh-huh. it's, you know, it's stressful, um, but then it's powerful when you finally unravel it. Yes. So you're in the stressful part of the unraveling. You need to be able to see the forest through the trees. You need to know that you actually are progressing forward. And then you need to fucking have grace and compassion for yourself and be like, oh shit, I actually am doing a good job here. You hit the nail on the head, having compassion for myself. Right. Because I have empathy and compassion for others all the time, but I don't exercise that on myself much. Then fucking stop it. 
Now, you just got a permission slip from me and Dusty and everyone else watching to stop your shit. You have permission to not fucking beat yourself up day in, day out, moment after moment, time after time, experience after experience. Because if you didn't do things well, you wouldn't be in the position you're at, right? You're right. But we believe the lie. And we talk about this in the magical motherfucker class all the time. The lie. We all believe the lie. The lies. You know, all the lies that we've been told and told ourselves. Well, what's right next to, be in front of, around, hiding behind, the lie is the fucking truth. Yes. And the truth is, when you first came on the show a few weeks ago, I was like, damn, I feel this woman. All right, cool beans. Like, I appreciated your energy. I appreciated you being here. So how many other people are you doing that to? And you don't even know it. And you don't even- and you don't even take time to know it because you're so busy saying what a piece of shit loser xyz about yourself you are yeah that is the lie so start defamiliarizing with the lie and start familiarizing yourself with the truth and when the lie pops up it doesn't even have to be an argument it's just like ah yeah not even real like that that might have been a former me that might have been a part of me, but that's not me. That's not my truth. That's not who I am. Yeah, that's where I'm working towards. And have grace and compassion for wherever you are with yourself in this journey. Because the hardest thing to do is have patience with ourselves. Yes. And I'm going to piggyback off of that because there was something specific you said. And Robbie just kind of hit the nail on the head of what I was going to say. Like, how long have you been tattooing for? About five years. Okay. So do you have photos of the first tattoos that you've done? I have the first tattoo I ever did right on my knee. Oh, perfect. That's easy then. And knee tattoos are horrible to do and to receive. So you know it's probably not the best tattoo you've ever done. Oh, look God, at the that blowout term. It's so horrible. <laughs> and they, look, at, look at photos of the last handfuls of tattoos that you did. Would you say... You can take self-emotion out of it and everything from a critical standpoint. Would you say you've gotten better? Oh, yeah. I'm a completely different tattooer now. Okay. Okay. So if you can say that out loud, yes. why, why can't you hear it from someone else that can say, hey, your artwork is progressing, and why does it have to be about an end of the journey? You are never going to – you can start running at a 12-minute mile, and you can get to an 11-minute mile, and you can get to – a 10 minute mile and you can lose a bunch of weight and do a bunch of shit and drink a bunch of energy drinks. And eventually you're going to hit a point where there's, you know, the, the you world can't. record, you can't keep getting better at certain things, but you can always appreciate that journey. And even if you get the A plus, like A plus is the shit. I consider myself all day, hands down a C plus tattooer, but I can still look at them and go, man, they're solid. The color's saturated. These are rats. Not everything has to win fucking tattoo of the day to be an awesome tattoo and to make someone happy. So if you can admit to yourself you've gotten better, why can't you just appreciate that part of the journey and say, hey, I was here. Now I'm here. I'd love to get here, but this is still fucking leaps and bounds. Look down at your knee and go, look at how far I've come and take the damn compliment. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> the C plus tattooer thing, that's funny because 
I don't remember anybody being a C plus student winning awards, but you're winning tattoo awards. So does that mean you're a C plus tattooer or is that just a fucking limiting belief you put on yourself, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe a B minus these days. All right. right? You know, like, uh. <laughs> like I, you know, I know, I know that I wish I had more consistency with my tattoos. I wish every piece I did was a fucking club banger. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, truth of the matter is, it's not. But my C plus work is somebody's A plus 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 work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So no matter what, hey, if I'm fucking, if I'm passing, I'm good. It doesn't mean I don't want to get better. But wouldn't it feel better if when we feel like we didn't win, we gave ourselves a hug, a smile, some love and said, damn, you did your fucking best. The person's fucking stoked. And if you don't fucking love it that much, you can offer them a free session to resaturate and fucking clean it up and make it even better. Now you're building your fucking client relationships. You're building your quality. But like my right, exactly. And like my thing is now I just sell people on the concept of multiple session tattoos. I'm like, look, son, if I'm fucking doing an oil painting, it's done in layers. That, yeah, so I've actually used that argument. Right. So so sometimes your tattoo isn't finished and you're judging yourself against it. Sometimes you just had a weird day and you're judging your best day against your weirdest day. Yeah. <laughs> Medusa liked that one. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, dude, and one of the things that was brought up a lot when I was on Ink Master was... Please tell me you're wearing a Backstreet Boys t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> yes. This this concept got brought up, you're only as good as your last tattoo. And that concept got brought up a lot. Oh, yeah. And it's just not fucking true. It's a concept to keep you strong and growing, but it's not a true statement. No. That's that's saying you're only as best as your worst day, and that's such a right. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense. That's, Bullshit. That's counter. Right, to... it's super counterproductive. It's counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense. No. Horseshit. At the end of the day, are you trying to add in Medusa? Because you're dead. We can't hear you. Oh. There we go. Oh shit! Sorry. Medusa <laughs> unmuted. Wait, which part uh, did you catch? Back. <laughs> I heard nothing from you until I said something. <laughs> hey, uh, what I was uh, trying and failing to add in was if I thought I was as good as one of the tattoos I did this last Sunday, where I ended up feeling so bad that I wanted to cry and told my boss that I was considering quitting because I don't deserve to be like hacking people up then i then i would have quit everything so long ago right like if that was my best no that's not my best i know it's not my best i just had a bad day where i my body gave 80 percent, even though my mind wanted like my hands gave 80 percent, even though my brain wanted to give 100 and if i like if i said that's my best fuck that but you know, no, that's just way to tear wouldn't. yourself down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The clients did love it. I personally don't like it. I didn't think that it was the best that I could offer, but we all have our off days. Yeah. And do you have like a specific tattoo that you've done that when you go to like 
kind of sell yourself to people or do banners or do flyers that you're like, this is my, I love this tattoo so much. That's my pinnacle, yeah. The very next, (laughs) the very next work day, I had a couple of days off and then I went back to work after I had some time to think about it and stop beating myself up for having an off day. I did one of the best tattoos that I've done yet. Well, and was that it was all like, day? I'm going to go in and try again. Was it an and off that, day or that, you, you just didn't hit your fucking mark? It was just an uh, off day. That's all. Yeah. Right. Like, it's you, not the end of the world. You've clearly yeah. got a best. So that's your best. And I love that you used the term yet. That is, that is such a nail on the head of the whole idea of like, yeah, we all want to strive to get better, but it doesn't mean you can't appreciate how far you've come. And the fact that you're like, this is my coolest for now. Check back in with me three years from now. Check back in with me a decade from now when mm-hmm. I'm looking at my coolest then. And I'm like, yeah, that was cool. Here's where I'm at now. Like, it's you're enjoying the journey and the adventure. And that's so awesome. And you're going to look back so much happier because you are allowing yourself to appreciate when you're the shit and to know that when you're not, that you just, fucking p-swift and shake it off and come back in swinging the next day yep i mean like oh like i mean think about it i mean i think i walked in or i started listening to you guys uh right when i got off work i got off work early today so i get to see you and annoy you (laughs) um i uh was listening to you guys talking about tattoos like your uh amber was saying her first tattoos on her knee yeah Imagine, imagine being at that, in that mentality again and seeing the tattoos you do now. You'd be so stoked for yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm like, right. holy crap. You're fine. You're great. You're better than you were right then. And you, you then wouldn't think that you would be that good now. So. And like, truth be told, I've seen like, Steve Butcher and Nico Hurtado tattoos that needed more work, needed more passes, needed more love. Mm-hmm. And those are some of the best artists in the world. So like, if those guys are allowed to have off days and still be considered the best in the world, what makes them different than you? Yeah. We're all the same. Uh, humans too. I, I am currently in uh, uh, a seminar. Is Gabe saying something? I did want to. Uh, sometimes those guys are—they know they're going to do multiple passes, right? So uh, that might not. Oh, no, I'm talking about when I've seen. I'm talking about when I've seen the finished product, and I'm like, "Wow, I expected more out of this." There you but go. I'm done with that. I'm. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, for sure. I'm just. <laughs> but with those guys, they do also often do multiple passes on their tattoos. So you know, and, and people like Baxter and whatnot. You know, you'll find their tattoos mid tattoo and be like, "What the fuck is that?" Right. And that's that's one of the things I've had yeah. to battle with with doing multiple sessions because I'll hate the tattoo like every session until it's finished. <laughs> yeah. Robbie, I've been watching uh, some of your YouTube videos that you've yeah. been putting out or at least uh, listening to them while I've been working. The last couple of days I've had long appointments where my clients put in headphones and zoned out. And so I put on headphones and had a playlist of Rad Academy going on while I tattooed and one of the really 
really key notes that I took for it from that was, I mean, it's just the first pass. You haven't, you can go back and fix that in the next session. Right. You were talking about how you weren't like committing to lines yet. You're just building it up softly and all of that. So, and that combining that with something my boss told me where she was like, it's not a bad tattoo until you say you're done with it. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the truth is like those tattoos that I've seen by these amazing artists that I was a little underwhelmed by, that's me holding them to their best day and saying they can't have a different day. Yeah. And that's not fair. And you know what? Every one of us looks at our work and says, I'm not in love with that piece, even though I'm finished with it. Maybe I should give it some more love. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's totally okay to not be perfect every fucking time. Like, I got- just understand, you, you can't fucking run a zero minute mile. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. what do you mean I can't? Right. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but I don't appreciate you saying that. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm not the one to usually say you can't do shit, but like, <laughs> look, there are true limitations in life. And being fucking perfect every time is like running a zero minute mile. Yeah. It's not, it's not fucking, it's not real. And if we hold ourselves to that, we're going to be fucking trying to make something happen that can't happen. Just constant disappointment. <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't Salvador Dali who said, don't fear perfection, you'll never reach it? I don't know if that's him who said it, but it's fucking amazing. Like, so <laughs> on the concept of not being able to receive, I have a little story I like to tell. Um, so I lost my leg uh, and Inked Mag did a video about the story of me losing my leg. Um, and it was like, two weeks or so after I had had it chopped off uh, and I still, it was still like football shaped and it was still like healing. And I had it all wrapped up while I was doing this video and I didn't even have a prosthetic or nothing. It was a weird time in my life. Um, and so they did this, they, they sat me down in front of a, a screen and I talked about my story. Now I was literally there in the room telling my story. But when I watched that fucking story, on the TV, like once they released it, I was mind blown and I was taken back real big. And like, like at the end they were like, we love you, Robbie. And I was like, oh my God, that was big. And then fucking Donna, my spouse, she sits here and fucking forces me to listen to her read me every single fucking positive comment on that YouTube video. And it was disgusting. I fucking, dude, I sat there and I remember like holding myself and shaking and ugly fucking crying. Uh Oh, dude, it was so hard to take it in and feel all that love. And it was a practice and immersion therapy that she was doing with me, right? Like she knew what she was doing, but I was fighting for my fucking life. Oh, it felt like, like that feeling you get when, when you get broken up with or fucking, you know, like just like this terrible gut-wrenching, like, I don't know how to love or accept this fucking feeling feeling. And it was just all these people telling me how great I fucking am. So, I saw and that video. An hour, and it was miserable, but it was beautiful. What was that, Medusa? I saw that video when I was searching you so that I could find your motivational videos. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was also looking more into the personal hum- the human coaching that you do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. YouTube and all of that brought up that video. And I was just your perseverance and the emotion you showed enduring all of that during that video and having it have been filmed so freshly, like right after the accident and everything. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So the last time I was on here, you said you like to do it. You made me cry. But it was it was good. It was all like, oh, my God. Like, if this guy can do it, like, I know, like, he did it. I can do it. Like, we can all do it. That's awesome. It was very, very inspiring and really uplifting to, uh, yeah, to see, like, your point of view and how you got through that. Yeah, because, like, I mean, when when something like that happens to you, you don't ever wake up and say, this is the day that this is going to happen to me. You know, it's just one of those things that happens. And if you take it as a thing that happens and then you just continue to move forward, it's fucking beautiful. Like one of the doctors, I was like, you know, doc, I'm having a bad fucking day. You know, I'm stressed out. I'm worried about losing my leg. I don't know. And this is when they thought I was going to keep my leg. And uh, I was like, I don't fucking know, man. Like this, this shit sucks. And she was like, you know, I found you on, on, on the YouTube and I saw your rad movement stuff and it's really good stuff. Why don't you just be your own guru? <laughs> there you go. Uh, why don't you practice what you preach? <laughs> no. And like, and like, that's the struggle of mine all the time. I got to fucking walk the talk. But at the same time, if you want to have some sort of walk, you've got to fucking have some sort of talk that you're proud of. So yeah. like, start your own fucking talk. Like self, self-healing, self-soothing, it's real shit. I'm teaching my baby right now how to self-soothe on a regular basis. And like, it's hard sometimes. But when yeah. you see him put his hand in his mouth and chew it on his fingers and he's like, oh. and he was crying a second ago, you're like, wow, that's great. He can actually get to this point. He can soothe himself. And it teaches me like, oh shit. I didn't think he was going to calm down today. I can soothe myself at times. So when you learn that, like, you have to soothe yourself, you have to teach yourself, you have to be the one that moves the needle. That's, that's how you get there. And, you know, having patience with the process. The patience with the process part. Mm. Well, I'm getting you. a little better. We all do. You know, like if we try, but like one of the homies told me a long time ago, if you get 1% better every day, you're 365% better by the end of the year. It's true. Uh, I mean, like practice is something I still have to uh, work on. I mean, they call me Medusa because it starts with an M and what else starts with an M? Mm, Not patience. Oh my god, I love that. that. But also baby steps. Baby steps is really, really good. I like what you're saying about the like, you know, if you try a little bit every day, you're a little bit better every day, you know. Like look at that. Um, You started that thing a while ago and it just keeps progressing and it looks even better. Yeah, I, I started oil painting for the first time, like maybe two months ago. Okay. So, so yeah. And 
what I'm painting today is way better than what I painted two months ago. Oh my goodness. And oh my gosh, I can't wait to be at the end of the year and see what I'm painting then. I got so much to look forward to. And fast I may not have patience, but I got I get to look forward to something. Right. And then fast yeah. forward 10 years from now. Baby steps. <laughs> mm, not patient baby steps <laughs> but with well, like he said fast forward to 10 years I, we're always practicing you could be 85 and still painting and you're still going to be practicing because the next one hopefully each time is going to be better and we always stumble and fall a little bit and a couple may not be your best you've ever done like we were just talking about not every if every tattoo was the best tattoo eventually yeah you're going to hit that zero minute mile the perfect so like we're always practicing it's never there's always another game there's always the next thing but it is fun to think that it you know you just shuddered how old are you medusa i'm 35 are you fucking really i thought you were like 22 uh i okay. act i act you, like that you look <laughs> super young if you yeah, have daughter i was like why she got a backstreet she doesn't know backstreet um okay <laughs> even still you're 35 and you're afraid, not afraid, but you definitely kind of like, oh, when he said, think 10 years ahead, you're going to be 45. You're going to be barely halfway through life. If that, if it's scary to think of 10 years from now, when you're 45, imagine when you're fucking 75 and killing paintings, imagine being, I mean, with modern science and technology, imagine being 200 and still killing it in paintings. Like it is such a far distance ahead don't be afraid of it no, just think not. of you know if this is where you're at now don't be afraid of you know oh next year i'm gonna be here oh a year from now i might be there when you're 50 you're gonna be doing dope ass paintings when you're 90 you're gonna be doing dope ass paintings it is such a long journey so uh what i just thought of was when you mentioned you know science and technology is always advancing um, hopefully we keep going forward and don't backtrack in that department. Um, imagine the new art, like stuff that'll come out. Imagine like in 40 years, fuck it, somebody can invent a new medium of paint that's going to like blow everybody's minds. And you can be really good at that too. There's so much more shit that's going to come out that we get to play when with. Look at what they're when doing you, when... with 3D printers. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I'm so glad that tattoo machines are like can be in pen shapes now versus when oh, I got God. my first apprenticeship and my hand cramped and I was holding a rotary and I was like, I can't, it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I hate coils because they're like old Harleys. You got to tune them up all the time. You I do just have like to... fucking my brand new Hyundai machine that just rides. You know? like, uh-huh. to, I, I respect somebody who can use a coil, tune a coil, learns their tool so well. But honestly, I don't want to be a mechanic. I just want to draw. I'm not a tinkerer. I'm a fucking artist, man. That takes away yeah. from things I want to do. Yeah. And to each their own. Some people like right. it. I love those dudes. Yeah. I think it's fucking great. I have much respect for them and that part of their brain that taps into that. I yeah. do not dig the tinkering. Like, I've built I a thinking, coil machine. I don't want to do it again. Right. Like I was working on my 59 Cadillac with my buddy the other day. And well, actually... When I say I was working on it, I was standing around asking questions, watching him work and trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out what's going on. Um, That's how but, I fix my motorcycle. Right. And the cool thing was we we both realized it was the fuel pump 
right? It's been months we've been trying to figure this out. And the mechanics I've been taking it to haven't figured it out and so on and so forth. And I was like, man, he, he's like, let's, let's try the fuel pump. And I'm like, okay, when we fixed it with the fuel pump, I was like, man, I now want to learn how to fucking put my car together more because like I had this weird feeling that the fuel pump was an issue because I stopped hearing it. But like, I didn't know enough to connect the dots. Yeah. But now I am excited about my car and about learning my car. Number one, I hate being fucking stranded and broken down on the side of the road and needing assistance and not being able to do that myself. So it's like, cool. Now I want to learn how to work on my car. I want to learn how to fix my car. I want to learn. I want to create a relationship with this car. So that way we can grow together and I can keep her on the road. But like, it took me having a relationship with this car and hating fucking being broken down enough to actually want to learn how to fix motors and not fix motors, fix my car's motor. <laughs> That's all I care about that one. Car. What's that? Just specifically that car. Right. And, and, and sometimes it takes something you're so in love with to fucking have you break into wanting to be a tinkerer with engines. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's weird how it comes to you. And it's weird when it does. At some point in time, I might turn into a coil guy that likes tuna machines. Probably not. But like, <laughs> yeah. I, I do have to interject. Something that you said that did make me laugh is uh, that the fuel pump went out and you guys fixed the fuel pump and the car ran again. I love my Cheyenne. If something breaks, like it's just buy a new car, uh, which right, is why right. it was so funny that you said that because literally sitting here next to me in my car, is my little coil guy that I was like, I need to take it home and tune it up and get it ready because I have been relying on my Cheyenne so much. And I just like very comfortably patted it. And I was like, don't listen to him. It's okay. Right. And that's the thing, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of tens of thousands in that car. So yeah. like, I, I can't just buy a new one. It took me a fucking year to fucking, after I paid for it, for it to show up at my house. So like, there was a lot that had to go on with that car to get it to where I wanted it to be. So like, that was my process of dealing with that, trusting the process. And if I want to go ahead and spend another fucking ton of money on a car, cool. I can do that and junk this car when it goes dead. But like, you know, the 600 or a thousand dollars for a tattoo machine. Yeah. It's easy to fucking go and buy a new one. You know, like that's my, that's my vehicle to work every day. Sometimes. Sometimes, right, uh, I, and the right, reason sometimes. it's funny the reason i brought this i'm unpacking my stuff in a different shop and so it was just there and i was like oh cool i need to take it home and mess with it but i was talking with uh i think do you know chris powell yeah he used to work at online chris is fucking awesome he won like a bunch of trophies at this convention we were at this weekend and uh, i was talking to his apprentice about a tattoo she had done on a friend of mine and she's got i think like 20 30 tattoos deep and she's already doing these black and gray realisms that are just nuts and uh, I was complimenting her and gassing her up and chatting with her. And she's like, yeah, I really liked that one. But it was a long day because my machine broke. And, uh, you know, I was using Chris's backup machine and it wasn't acting right. And so I got to figure something out, you know, while I whatever. And uh, I was like, oh, well, what are you looking to get next? And she's like, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm an apprentice. I don't have, you know, 1200 bucks to drop on a machine. She, and it's a special situation with her. Cause this girl's like fucking 17 and a senior in high school and already tattoo in circles. But it is like, 
crazy. And that's what got it kicking in my head because I had a, a machine crap out at me at 208 Fest in Boise, one of Carlton's conventions. And I was on the other side of the country. I was like, fuck, I got to go buy another one. So I went and grabbed, found the guy selling Cheyenne, grabbed another one, hooked my grip up and went. And I was like, man, I'm fortunate enough to be in that position. But hearing her talk about that, I was like, man, I want to have, I need to get off my lazy ass and get something that, you know, if it's not working, that I can twist, you know, twist a screw and fucking Fonzie it with my elbow and hopefully get it working. And uh, it was more of an issue of wanting to teach myself some self-reliance with it. But I also just thought it was funny because you guys were talking about that specifically. And it's like literally sitting here on my dash in my hand. And I'm like, oh, I want to learn to tinker again. Well, dude, it's it's funny because like I've gone from, you know, tinkering with with coils years ago uh, to then I started using rotaries when like they became popular, you know, 10, 15 years ago, like when they started reemerging. Um, what? <laughs> I, I was just thinking about my first rotary machine was that little boxy stealth fat one. Belly black ones yeah yeah from like <laughs> 2008 when i had my first apprenticeship and my uh mentor was like coil rotary what do you want to work with right now and i picked up the coil and i was like it's too heavy and i picked up the rotary i was like this will do anything right and then i suck <laughs> you always suck at the beginning but <laughs> yeah. i didn't know what i was doing it was very weird right. um but yeah also the motor wasn't very powerful see for me the ones that i found were fucking killer there were a hundred dollar fucking machines you could buy a ton of them on fucking amazon and not even stress about it fucking if one shit on you throw it in the garbage and fucking pick up the new one and if you're not fucking making a hundred dollars with a couple of tattoos you're probably not doing something right you know, yeah. so I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm with it. And I, I was so tired of coils at that point because I didn't know how to tune them. And I didn't want to put the energy into tuning them. So I was like, fuck it. Rotaries are my thing. And now I just love rotaries. But like, I've been spoiled because like, yeah, I remember the coil days. I remember buying rotaries. I remember when I used to have to buy machines. I've been fucking sponsored for so long that I haven't fucking bought a machine in so many years. I forgot people have to fucking pay for them. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> it's like really wild. And that's a blessing that I didn't even re realize that like, that's a big thing to, for receiving Amber. Like I am, yeah. receiving, you know, and I just got a text from Gabe three minute warning. Um, oh, so we've been warned. We have been warned. So uh, Renee Little, a good friend of mine, an amazing artist is doing a paint night here on reinventing. So in three minutes, uh, you can switch over to her thing and check out what she's doing. Um, but yeah, so we only have well, probably two minutes left now. Uh, so I'll kind of start to wrap this up. Um, receiving, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, start to fucking practice it. You know what I'm saying? Dig deep inside yourself. Figure out why am I not good at receiving? Who fucking told me that I needed to be so critical of myself? And then just start listening to the truth instead of the lie because everything you've been built up to this whole time is the lie and the truth is in there inside of you yeah truth is a voice inside of you all the time now depending on its volume and where you're at and what you're looking at like i said when i was meditating this morning i didn't even hear him talking sometimes and then sometimes i heard nothing but him because my voice got too loud and i started focusing on the worries 
yeah. the lies instead of the truth. The truth is you are amazing. People love you. People are coming to you for a fucking reason. Don't discount yourself. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. And that's Thanks, Robbie. You're welcome, Medusa. And don't just thank me. Thanks, Dusty, because he's here too. Yeah, thank you, Dusty. Too, right? um, Dusty, you're great. I love. I appreciate having, you very much. I love having everyone just kicking around thoughts, ideas, and stuff. So uh, thank you guys for showing up, uh, Amber and Medusa. You guys are fucking slick. Uh, Gabe, you're muted. So oh, if you're I'm muted. Can I weigh in real quick? Yeah, holler. I'm just saying you don't even have to believe in yourself to take a compliment, really. You just need to make sure that you're not uh, insulting the person giving you the compliment, right? Because if they're giving you a compliment, yeah. you know, you don't have to believe in yourself. You just have to say thank you and not insult them for thinking that you're awesome. And uh, then, you know, everyone is pretty awesome. You know, you know. Yeah, and, and so that's actually one of the things I love saying. Like, if you're not going to smack somebody in the face when they give you a compliment, don't discount their compliment. Because that's really what it's like when somebody's like, you're great. And you're like, eh, eh, I suck. They're like, oh, God, I suck. Yeah. I I mean, and you're saying that. you don't really, and you're, you're devaluing it. Like, you don't really know what great is, right? Like, and most people suck too, right? So it's not like it's a, like a super high level, right? Like we're just saying, <laughs> like, you know, most people are fucking shitty and suck. You're better than that, which is, which right. is true. Right. And, and you and, can always get better. And you're See better than you are than me. You're always no, if you do, you did. If you hey, do hey, respect hey, the person that said it, then maybe fucking listen to them and be like, yeah, maybe I am rad because they said it and yeah. I respect them. Yeah. 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 But don't let your uh, clients fool you. Anyways, we got to switch over to uh, Pate Night. All right. See y'all at Pate Night. Bye. On the homepage. See you next week. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I will see you all soon. Love you. Bye. Take care.